Welcome to the Unleash Your Voice podcast. I'm your host, Danielle Driuso, performer and creator by nature, voice specialist and leadership coach by day. And I work with entrepreneurs all over the world to help them unleash their voice and step into the leader that they were destined to be. This podcast is an unfiltered look at what it takes to truly own who you are as a leader, unleash your voice, and get your message to the masses. Are you ready to turn up the volume on your dreams, your desires, and your income? Sweet. Let's get started. What is up, you guys? Welcome to this week's episode of the Unleash Your Voice podcast. There is a little bit of a change of plans this week. So you might notice that my audio isn't amazing. And the reason why is because I'm literally sitting in a Starbucks right now writing my own book proposal. Oh my God, so many epic, amazing things are happening and I can't wait to share them all with you. This is like a not so secret project that I've been working on for a while, but I am just so excited and I'm going to do a whole nother podcast on the whole experience of this. But if you want to experience complete total resistance, go try to write a book proposal. So here I am sitting in a Starbucks, so raw, so real with you guys, but I cannot wait to bring you my guest this week. Her name is Agnes, and she's one of my very, very good friends. It's so funny. We were kind of like soulmates at first swipe. We um, got on the phone together, and we are like the same person. It's really amazing, but she has such a unique perspective to what she teaches on. She's a feminine embodiment coach, or woman's embodiment coach, I should say, but she's a free spirit, heart and soul, and she is absolutely incredible. I will put all her information below. I think, honestly, this was one of my favorite podcasts to record just because it's so natural and it was pretty much a conversation we were having and we were kind of having a coffee chat and then I was like, hey, let's click record. Let's do this thing. So really raw, really real. I hope you freaking love it. Um, Share it on all the social medias if you feel called to, if you like are absolutely in love with it. And I can't wait to see how you guys fall madly in love with Agnes and her work. So here we go. I like how I'm like, both of us are like, oh, we're free spirits. We're not platters. And I'm trying to like tell you what we're going to do before. I'm like, yeah, it's probably going to change. Let's just talk. (laughs) It's just not going to work. And if you tell me to do a particular way, I'd be like, and can we do it this way instead? <laughs> yeah, totally. What you were just talking about. It's so funny because even when I tell people, um, so sometimes people will message me before I like go and do speaking gigs. And they're like, can you, can we have like a written thing about like what you're going to speak on? And I was like, I can give you like general t- like things. And they're like, no, no, no. Can we get like a written speech? I'm like, oh, no, no, no. I don't do that. And then one time I had to do it for something. And I gave them it and I'm like, I hope you know that this is like so inaccurate. I wrote this like a week ago, but whatever you want me to like bring to the space today, I will, but this is totally inaccurate. I just did this because you told me I had to, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but I'm not going to talk about anything that's on this, <laughs> on this piece of paper, but like, this is just a formality, but whatever. Cause it was like needed for something that they needed for the pamphlets or something. Anyways, mm-hmm. for those of us who don't know you, <laughs> please like let us know who you are why you do what you do and a little bit about how you got into your work. And then I really want to come back to you. I'm going to make a note because I know that we'll probably riff forever and ever. Guys, this okay. is my friend. We're soulmates and we didn't even know. 
I know. It's true. And we have the same birthday. And we have the same birthday. <laughs> and we're both <laughs> generators. Well, I guess that makes sense. I don't know how the human design works, but like, yeah, like, oh. I guess it doesn't like, al- it doesn't always mean that way. Like just because your birthday is the same doesn't mean that. And even if you're like depending on the time that you were born, because I was doing like um a human design read for one of my clients last week and she told me a specific time that she was born. I was like, "Oh my god, you're a reflector, which is like really really rare because it's only like 1% mm-hmm. of the people." And then um and she comes back to me. She's like, "Actually, she's like I'm a projector because the time that I was born was wrong and like so it all matters like all of the things." So, yeah, human design is really cool. Um okay, so you want me to share on who I am? <laughs> yeah, yeah, go share on who you are. Um like how you got into the work that you're teaching now. And yeah, just yeah, a little bit more about you if you're someone who like would have no idea who you are. Okay, cool. Um so I'm a which I do transformational work. I kind of change the title all the time. Oh, um, me too. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like, I've spoken about like, you know, embodiment coaching. I'm like, oh, I'm a spiritual coach. I'm a business coach. I'm like, I feel like it kind of encompasses all of it. Like self-expression is a big one mm-hmm. for me. Um, massive amount of self-expression. I'm showing up as like in your fullest like whoever you are, like showing up and being vulnerable and being true. So it's like, that could be very much mindset stuff. So it kind of encompasses a lot. And uh, yeah, I got into it because the reason it kind of happened was I used to work at a corporate office and I just completed everything super quick there. And then people would come into my office all the time and just sit down and just share all their stuff that was coming up. And I ended up just being like, you know, the person that people would ask questions to and ask for advice. And I just be there. I'm like really great at listening and giving like reflecting things back to people. And this is like my early twenties. Like these people have been working, like this was my first like official job after graduating from um, interior design. And um, it was really interesting because even like my boss at the time, he asked me to hold like a meeting for all of the the managers which have been working for like 20 30 years kind of thing how to communicate better mm. um and like show up and ask for things not in a degrading way because that was something that was in the culture as well and like yeah. this hierarchy <clears throat> so it kind of started there without me even knowing it and people just really were able to open up to me really easily And then transitioning into getting out of that corporate world and starting to teach yoga and starting to like be like, okay, where do I want to go? And then I got curious about the whole like mentoring thing because one of my friends, she's like, I have a mentor. I'm like, that's really cool. I'm like, I want a mentor too. And I started getting curious and started getting into that kind of space. And, and then people just were saying, they're like, you could, you're just naturally a person that could coach and you hold really good space for people and you understand things and you've been through a lot yourself. And I've done a lot of the work uh, on my own and my own journey for the last like 10, 12 years. So it just kind of naturally evolved into that. And one of my first clients was actually, um, I was going for a walk through the park and she she just like came up to me she she's like you're a coach aren't you I'm like yes this is like literally the very beginning of it all oh my gosh, yeah. and she's like I need to work with you so it was like this law of attraction and almost um 
a verification of knowing that this is what I'm meant to be doing and jumping into it without really understanding it completely. But at the beginning, it was actually much easier before I understood anything. Mm-hmm. Isn't it though? <laughs> like, isn't it? It's like so much. I was like, oh my God, it was so easy when I was like completely blissfully ignorant to so much of my own power and like my own like stuff and just a lot of the stuff that was go- like going on in the industry and stuff like that. And like now I'm moving back into a place where it's like, well, like you understand this, like dropping into you. Yeah. Yeah. That's so good. So how long have you been like coaching in the industry? Like how was that transition? Like from Mm -hmm. like corporate to like coaching, like online in that industry? Yeah. Um, so it's been about like three years, but the thing is with the fact that like, it's kind of been off and on. And the reason I, that's been happening is because at times like I've been like, well, I don't know enough. So I'm like, I need to step away. I need to learn and educate and travel and do all those things to actually bring in even more wisdom. Cause I'm like, well, if people are paying me and I understand the impact that I make and, and people actually coming up and putting their lives in my hands kind of thing. I, I kept stepping back and stepping in. Um, and that's just because I'm of very high integrity and I don't want to ever give anything to somebody that I don't feel is valuable. Like I won't just sign somebody just because of the money. Like I'm like, I need to really feel so connected. Yeah. And this is why we're soulmates. Yeah. (laughs) 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 Like everything they say, I'm like, yes, same these. Yes. Yeah. And it's, it's sometimes felt like detrimental because I'm just like, well, am I starting over again? And it kind of has been, it's been like another, yeah. 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 This is why we're soulmates. But yeah, it's yeah. like, continue. I just got no. so excited. <laughs> it's all good. No, it's all good. Cause it just feels like I'm I've kept on being like, okay, well, I am very unique. I, I love teaching too, uh, like uniqueness and creativity and how to become even more like true to yourself and, and really tap into those unique, like little things that about you and yourself, like your own expression. And, and I can't do anything that feels like it's been done before and that's also been something that has been feeling like a block because just I'm just like well if somebody if it feels the same as somebody else then I'm copying that person and some people are cool with that because I've literally been in coaching programs where I've seen somebody like the coach talk about something and then I've seen like the person that was part of the coaching program totally say the same thing online yeah for sure like people say it's like Mm-hmm. you know, their own energy, all that kind of stuff. But I just, I just can't live that way. Like, and I can't do it that way. Like I want it to be so myself. And I know that nothing is the same. Um, or sorry, it's nothing is like unique, but it completely new. And at the same time, I don't know, I still have a belief that we bring something like a slightly little bit of like a new nuance to it you do and I always say it so when people are like scared of like literally speaking in someone else's voice because a lot of people are like I don't I'm so scared to do that if you're aware enough to notice when you're speaking in someone else's voice that's never going to happen to you it's when you are so used to and this is what I see like 
Because I was like this at one point where I was like, okay, like it's like the yes sir, yes ma'am mentality where it's like, okay, yep, this is what I'm supposed to do. Okay, yep, yes, yes sir, yes ma'am. Like, yep, that's what I'm going to do. And then all they do is like take exactly it and just like pass it along instead of like actually saying, how is this integrity with my values? Is this an integrity with what I believe? Is this an integrity with who I am? And when you can understand that, it's like knowing your, I always say like know yourself and know your shit. Those are the two things that I teach, <laughs> like know yourself and know your shit. But when you like learn something from someone else, a lot of people have a lot of resentment towards some, co- which, which is understandable depending like on the circumstances of like that, like, and if someone's feeling this right now, like feel your feelings, obviously, but it's like, so people have resentment of like, oh, this person taught me this. And I remember how one of my very first coaches, I was like, this person taught me this and they taught me this is the only way to do this. And like that's the only way it's going to work. And then I took that and I made that my identity. And so for me, the belief was I only can do it this way or else it's not going to work. And then I had a resentment when it wasn't working because I was doing it my way. And I'm like, wait a second, Danielle. It took me a second to be like, okay, well, when you were talking in someone else's voice and you were like mocking them and echoing them, it's because you didn't have enough integrity or like understanding of who you were to actually like question if that was what you believed in. Exactly. And instead I just like took it and I was like, Oh, this is like, like, of course. And this is like when I was just a baby coach. And then obviously that's changed so much, but I did the same thing with my teachers in university. So funny. I went to a voice workshop last year and I like for the very first time went in and I was so scared because it was a bunch of actors and they were like, like I had, I've been out of the industry for like a year and I'm like, they're going to know, they're going to know that like, (laughs) like I'm doing all this stuff online. Like I'm so scared. And I went in and we went around the circle and people are saying like why they're there. And one person's like, oh, because I really like my vibrato is blah, blah, blah. And then one person's like, I just really want to like connect to my breath. And then one person's like, yeah, like I just want to know how to like project and all that stuff. And then it came to me and I turned to my professor and like, oh my God, John, I'm so excited because for the first time in my life, I don't give a fuck about what anyone thinks. I'm not trying to get an A from you. I'm doing this as a human being. I'm so excited. I was like, no offense to anyone, but I don't care what you think. And I'm so excited about that. And she's like, oh, Danielle, I'm so proud of you. And I'm like, oh, that's because, amazing. Yeah. Because for the longest time, it's like you take on stuff because you just want to get an A from people. And I think that's the same thing. That was a tangent, but I think that's the same thing people feel when it comes to, I have to text. I'm getting phone calls. Um, <laughs> so like, I am in a very important business meeting with my soulmate here. Okay. <laughs> guys ill um anyways so yeah coming from that space of like um always trying to get an a and I think that's what it comes from just like programming anyways Mm -hmm. no 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 it's all good I I I hear you on that it comes from a very it comes from like a perfectionist space too yes and like and we talked about this before as well just like performance right like needing to show up to perform to look a particular way to gain the respect or whatever it is like visibility from others I know that's something that I've like worked on a lot with um with men like showing up and having to be a particular way and perform and all that kind of stuff and I feel like a lot of women do perform especially in the bedroom like there's just like this aspect of being like oh I need to be this like wild free-spirited person I'm like well what do you want like what do you actually feel what feels really good for you and sure there's different things that you could explore especially if you're just in that space of experimenting. Mm -hmm. And I feel like we always are experimenting in life in general. Um, But it's, it's like, well, say no to something that doesn't feel good. And it is about dropping into your body 
and feeling it because most, but most people don't live in that space because there's just, there's a disconnect. There's a numbing out. Or they've been taught that like you have, yeah, like you have to act this certain way. Like you have to be like this, like this vixen or whatever, or like you, or you're like a prude or, but if you do this, then you're like this. And like, we have all these connotations, all these words that like we give energy to that are like we take on as on our, as our identity, which forms how we like, yeah, respond to certain things like in the bedroom and stuff like that. I was telling a story that I totally like, I feel like I blacked it out of my memory for a really long time, but I remember buying, there was this specific, um, like book that I'm not going to name its name, but it was like, if anyone's interested, email the show, <laughs> like send you it, but I'm not going to like slam anyone under the bus, but it, I was like 11 years old. And there was this guy that I really liked and I was like pretty, pretty bullied for my weight, for my weight. It was like mainly my brother, but like, like when I was younger, cause I was the only one who like had a butt, like had a bad boobs, like was super curvy at a very young age. Um, and which was super cool to the girls, but the boys were like, what do we do with this? And so I was like, oh, I need to get this guy to like me. So in order to get this guy to like me, I was like watching this one show at the time that gave tips on dating tips to like 40 year old women. And I'm 11 mm. and I'm like, mm. ah, yes, this is everything I need to do and be in order to be in a relationship. And I bought the book and I read it when we were in Hawaii. And that like became a form of my identity that I was like really fucking good. At. This is why I teach on self-expression too. Cause I think it's hilarious because like my whole de- degree in life is like about becoming different people, like literally on like an acting level. So I understand mm. that so deeply, but that also like shit that I used to do like this, where I was like, Oh, I'm going to take this book and I'm going to practice these principles of being someone else and see how that gets people's reactions and see what that does. And once again, just like in the performance, it was like, oh, I have to be this around this certain guy. And I have to be this around these certain guys. And I can totally relate to you on that. It's like, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Because it it is that. It's like, I think it's also you know, growing up Catholic growing up like thinking like I can't be a particular way I can't really show up and like in very much of my sexual energy because that's something that I have like it's innately I just have very strong sexual energy um I love when you message me that the other day (laughs) (laughs) I'm just like tapping into like this really strong sexual energy I was like this is why we're soulmates yeah and it's it's important to like own that as yeah. as women because men own it but sometimes for some reason women were told to be like those good girls like um almost like hide like only do that in own in particular places but mm-hmm. when we start exploring it I don't know for me I just I realized how much more wild and free I was in the way that I wanted to be expressed and and like, I love being in, in a space where like, if I'm around a man, like I want to be adored. I want to be like, felt like I'm just like the only one that is, is here and it, that exists and, and be very sensual with each other and have that deep connection and understood and seen and witnessed. That's something that I think most people want in their lives to be able to be completely acknowledged as who they are and show up. But it's, it's, it's a matter of stripping away a lot of those layers of who we are not or who we are told that we're supposed to be. 
because of society, because of family, because of conditioning that we've had in our, in our lives or even just, yeah, whatever it is, like there's different roles that people play, but I'm like, I'm in the belief of why can't we be exactly who we are everywhere? Like Mm I am exactly this person in person. Like it's not like a, yeah, maybe there's certain things that come out in different types of conversations. I believe that. And different people draw things out. And some, sometimes we might be a little bit softer with one person. Sometimes we feel a little fiercer with somebody else. And like there's a consistency. That yes. I feel safe. Yes. God, I fucking love that. I fucking love that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Goddamn. Um, uh, yeah, that's what I was saying the other day too. I was like, um, cause I was doing the self-obsessed challenge, you know? Yeah. So self-obsessed. And one of the things I was like, the most powerful thing that you can fucking do is be the same person you are online as you are on offline, because then you don't ever feel like you have to be someone Then you don't ever feel like you have to like put on a front or like it's, I feel like it's way more exhausting trying to be someone other than who you are rather than just like embracing all the flavors of who you are. I always say like, you're not just one flavor of ice cream. Like you're like all the flavors and that's where it can come out in different areas or different situations in your life, but you're always consistently you like you're always consistently delicious in every form of who you are. Even like those parts of you that you're like, Oh fuck, like that's too much or Oh, like that's too vulnerable. Like for me, I was really strong in communicating my boundaries very recently. And I was like, Oh fuck Danielle. That was like really like that was really aggressive. And I'm like, but was it actually? I'm like, no, that was aggressive because I was speaking to a male and I felt that in order to share my feelings in the past, I would have to like stroke the ego and then like kind of say what I felt, but then also check in to make sure I didn't like scare them away. And I was like, fuck it. I'm going to actually say what I feel. And it was very vulnerable for me. But then it was, I was also so fucking proud of myself because I'm like, for the first time in my life, I was 110 fucking percent me across all boards even when something like rubbed me the wrong way I was able to like look at it and be self-aware and then like make sure that I'm not projecting shit onto that person and then also ask for what I want Mm -hmm. and if someone didn't rise up be okay with them falling away and I'm like holy shit and that's scary oh terrifying I was scared shitless (laughs) I was like oh fuck 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 (laughs) Yeah, you want to revert back. Mm-hmm. Like for me, one thing that I realized is recently is like, I want to be able to show up in all different types of relationships without needing to explain myself mm-hmm. and prove myself. And like, just be like, if I want to not do something, I just want to have somebody understand that and respect it. And for me to be able to not have to go into all the tiny little details, especially my closest people in my life, I don't want them to be like, but tell me why, tell me more. Like, I don't understand. I'm like, well, you just got to respect the fact that you don't understand or that I'm not, I don't want to overkill it. Like, I don't want to constantly speak about it and like digest it and dissect it and all that. It's because that's Mm -hmm. so exhausting. And I know that I've done that in my life in the past where I've been like, I want to be able to so dive in and be so intimate with somebody and give them all the little tiny details. But it's like, it's, it feels way too much energy outpouring for me and the receiving end. I'm like, I feel like it's just like, it just congests everything. Like I feel like there needs to be 
Like, let me just let it come out here. Mm -hmm. That's yeah. so interesting. And I feel like even the over explaining for me in the past, because I've totally done that too. It's like this feeling of needing to be understood. It's like, mm -hmm. I'm going to give you so many details so that there's no possible way that you can misunderstand me. And, it, and that also comes from a place of like being shaky and what you like, not, not feeling a hundred percent dropped into who you are. And you're just like, Oh, let me over explain this. So that you understand who I am instead of just like being okay, not having to translate yourself for certain people. Yeah, exactly. And I also like something that around that is allowing people to misunderstand you mm -hmm. and not everyone and like allowing people to just get a snippet of, of who you are and be unapologetic in that. And even if that particular thing might trigger somebody, I'm okay with that. Whereas in the past, I've been like, okay, like, what did I do? How can I take it on? How can I like take this back? But now I'm just, and then it just seems because I know that I've found that reflection from somebody is like, from one of my girlfriends, she's like, it sounds like you don't care. But I'm like, it's not that I don't care. It's just now that I've stepped up and become more of who I am and more independent. There is a little bit of like, I, not that there's distance, but there's a protection. There's like this, I see it as a golden aura. Like in my own personal power. Because otherwise I was just pouring out into everyone. And diffused and like literally like dimming my light, which I don't like, I'm not about that life. Mm -hmm. Oh my God. I love that. So it kind of like feels for you like a gold aura you're saying like, yeah, just, Oh, I love that so much. That's something that I grappled with too for a really long time. Like, Oh, like I don't want to be someone who doesn't care. I don't want to be someone who's hardened. I don't want to be someone who's whatever. And then I realized like, no, if I really gave a fuck, wouldn't I give like I get to decide where I give my fucks, right? Like if I actually like really care and want to be intimate with someone and I want to be like connected to people, I can't just like spread myself so thin and like, like do that. You actually have to have like some sort of not barrier, like you're shutting people out, but like something that keeps you at a distance and allows like what you desire to receive in. Yeah. Exactly. Just so it's like, it's like, I see it as like this, like cozy, like nourishing home that we like, we're always surrounded by like, there's, there's like this level. Yeah. There's a level of protection. There's a level of, of, um, I don't know. It's like, it's, it's like a, it's like your, your house. It's like somewhere where you come back to where you feel really secure and safe. But from that space is like where you're able to take those bigger risks and that you're able to go out and express or ask for those bigger things that you maybe are scared of normally like you did right so it's mm -hmm. like those kind of because you are going to be all good regardless because it's like everything is within us anyways I believe within coaching and within all this work is just it's like pulling just things out of other people that's already there it's just mm -hmm. being like hey how about this like explore this let's discover something here this experiment you know like I'm all about those types of 
things like how can we apply it in, in every day like instead of just you know sitting there and journaling it's like well how about if you explore this in your like every day like how can you find gratitude in your step in walking everywhere and every, everything that you do it's like all those kind of implementing into life and like letting it kind of flow out yes I love that I'm such a huge person when it comes to like play too like I have to be like I'm a kinesthetic learner too so it's like I have to like touch everything like I have to be in everything <laughs> I have to like like let me like go oh, play with this and do this and, like you could tell me to do something but let me do it by myself and let me play and then you just like tell me like <laughs> like if, how I'm doing and all that stuff but even with that I totally do the same thing even with my clients and it's so funny how we have like such different backgrounds but we like do something so similar but we bring something so unique to the work is what I like fucking love. Cause even the first time that we talked, it was like, Oh, I've known mm -hmm. you forever. Like, yeah. Oh, no big deal. <laughs> like we yeah. just like, and it's, it's, I feel like it's so cool because we both understand each other. I feel mm -hmm. with mm -hmm. completely different backgrounds. And I think that's really fucking cool. The more that you become yourself, the more you'll attract people who understand you. Like, us. It's like, I'm like, Oh, I'm like, so on the same page as you, but I do that too, where I'm like, okay, how can you like be present, but how can you walk with presence? How can you embody it? How can you like feel it in your voice? How can you like reveal like what your true power center is when you're like grocery shopping? How can you like turn that on when you're in this space? And I think it's so fucking cool to bring it into real life because I feel like a lot of people are keeping it in this 2D image of online space and then real life and then they feel disconnected and then they're confused as to why it's not quote unquote working in their lives and it's because they're like oh this is for this section of my life and this is for this section of my life but it's all connected it's all connected and and when I see actually people only I could feel the difference when and see it when somebody's just doing something online but they're not living it out they're not walking mm -hmm. it out they're just projecting something forward just to show up in a particular way, but their, their life is completely different. And those, like those, those are the things that I don't trust. Mm -hmm. I'm like, I want to be able to be so honest and real with, with what I do and who I am and with my clients and my work and all that kind of stuff. And um, that's probably why I did step away certain moments of my, of my business. Cause I'm just like, well, let me like, let me like tweak this a little bit. Let me like find something that works for me and um, let me educate myself a little bit more. And um, instead of like coming from like a desperation space, cause that's like, like, because I believe and it's so true. It's like abundance is always here. Like we're always consistently supported and anything that we want is, is presented to us. Like I've never had something where I can't pay for it because, because it's just like if I really desire and if it's so true and integrity with me, money always like comes and shows up. Mm, I love that. Has that always been like a belief that you have always kind of had or was that something that you had to like cultivate? Um, it's interesting because like people say that's like a very natural thing for me. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. And, and maybe – maybe because like I, I'm actually really good at receiving and that's something that I know a lot of people naturally are not very good at. Like I've always said yes to somebody helping me. <laughs> like I've said yes to like people doing things for me, um, supporting me, all that kind of stuff. It's just been like, I've just always been open. Um, and, and I've never, I don't know. I've never really 
felt like their things don't show up and things don't work out because they always kind of have. So maybe it is something that's very natural for me. Um, the, I think the next step though, is just like taking that, like the, the type of life that I have now and exploding it and being like, okay, well now that I want to go and live in like different parts of the world, it's like, okay, how can I expand my capacity of receiving that and like being able to be supported in those kind of different kind of elements because the energy and the vibration right now is supporting where I'm at. Right. So it's like whenever, if I'm traveling, cause like my ideal place to live right now is Portugal. Cool. Yeah. And living there, like the vibration and the support will feel different. Right. So mm-hmm. um, being able to understand that it's like energy flows, you know, where, you know, your money will go there. It'll be supported. So um, yeah, I just, I, yeah, I think it's just been a natural thing plus like my family like even though like I know my family like my parents struggled when we we're young and stuff like that now I know it but they didn't show us that like they just showed that mm-hmm. we're gonna make this happen and that's like that's the way that we've been like that's how we've been growing up and it feels good to have that like of course it sucks that it wasn't the actual truth for them because like now it's coming back into how can we what are we going to do about the actual reality because the thing is like we could be talking about something i could just say like oh yeah abundance is everywhere everything is possible but it's if we're just constantly talking about it but there's no actual real evidence of it or we're not living it out or if we're just masking that those types of concepts um and we're miserable then the it doesn't match doesn't work like you have to get into the real like the real stuff like going deeper into it Mm -hmm. and so what has been so because you are like naturally you can just like hear it in your well I can hear it in your voice (laughs) better (laughs) here but like you are just like naturally really good at receiving like there's like not a lot of resistance within Mm -hmm. your actual voice when it comes to like the receiving right Mm -hmm. and so but a lot of people have been taught and like, this is something that I didn't even realize was in cause it, what I, why I asked you if like, you like came out of the womb with these beliefs too, is like, there's a lot of things that I believe that for the longest time, I didn't understand that they're just like core beliefs that are actually within me and have been within me since I was little. Like I always believe life is magical. Like I was like, it's going to fucking work whether like you believe in me or not. Like, I'm just like, Oh, if it's not given to me, if I'm not given this role, I'm going to fucking write a play and I'm going to put it on and I'm going to submit myself to this festival. And then where I'm going to get my friends to do. And like, if, if you don't give me this, I'm going to fucking build it. And it was so funny for so long. I was like, Oh, doesn't everyone believe like this? Like, isn't that something? But I, I truly, truly believe that we are just like born with core beliefs that are like integrated into your soul. Mm-hmm. And then you get to like, like just amplify them even more. And that's one of the reasons why we are all so, so unique is that we believe very unique things, no matter how much we're programmed to believe. It's like you have an underlying belief that's like so deeply connected and integrated into who you are naturally. And so that's why I asked. And so, um, on my tangent, but when you have someone who might come into your space, like, I don't know if you do attract, um, clients, but I have a feeling you might, who are very good at receiving, who are like, Uh, I can like give all day long, but how the fuck do I receive? 
And because you're such a receiving energy, I'm like guaranteed that you probably like attract people like that into your space. How do you begin to work with them? So if someone's listening right now and they're like, fuck, I wish I was like that. I wish I had that, which means that they probably do somewhere in their actual, Mm -hmm. like who they are, but they just like want it so bad. They've been taught it's wrong. How do you go in with them to start to kind of break down those beliefs that are keeping their receiving stuck? Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I, I totally get that. Well, a lot of it is, Is like from the space of, okay, well, why are you overextending yourself? Mm. Like, what's, what are you trying to gain from that? Asking yourself that. Like, is it from a space of, I want somebody to like me. I want somebody to approve of me. Um, I've been like, and how does that feel for you? Is it feeling like depleted? Are you ready to change that? Like, does that feel overwhelming to you? Are you constantly working because you feel like that's because you're coming from a scarcity space from feeling like I can't like my role, my job, my career, my business will fall apart if I'm not showing up, if I'm not there. Like, how would it be if you released a little bit of that and like start giving yourself those evidence like spaces like so experiment with that being like, okay, well, if I don't show up once a week and I take care of myself and I give back to myself. And I really fuel myself up and receive because I am giving to myself because it starts with you. Like, I don't, like, I don't feel like it starts with anyone else. Like it's, it's actually coming back to you. And to me, a lot of the things are just self-care. It's like bringing the self-care and the love and anything that you want outside of you, bring it back and like actually do it for yourself. So if you want a relationship to be a particular way, if you want dates to go a particular way, go and take yourself out. And in those, on those dates and start giving to yourself first, infuse yourself, like overflow and then feel how that feels comparison to how it feels when you're constantly like depleting and running out of fuel because you're like, you're just pouring out into everyone else. So it's just, it's that kind of those comparisons and finding the, the complete opposite of it and and how uncomfortable that could also feel because it's it's growing your capacity of paying attention to yourself which sometimes people think is selfish mm-hmm. like reframing like how can this be feeling more fulfilling does this feel like a privilege to you like does this feel like too luxurious because you've been told that you're meant to be living just from your means, like how does it feel if you extend yourself a little bit? So it's like just finding those moments to stretch yourself a little bit more, a little bit more. And the moment that you feel like you're going to say no to somebody, like, I don't know if somebody's like, oh, can I put that grocery cart away from you? What would it feel like if you said yes? And how does that feel in your body? Maybe it's uncomfortable at first, but then doing it a little bit more and it becomes something that is a daily habit rather than something that is is opposite of that right mm-hmm. oh my god I fucking love that it's so true and yeah. this shit's so like it's so real I remember I was talking to a friend the other day and I'm like you know what I feel like I feel like there's and we were talking about like the previous relationship that I was in and I was like you know what I feel like right now I feel frustrated she's like why do you feel frustrated I was like I feel frustrated because I cannot Literally, I feel like I don't have the capacity to provide my, for myself 
that I want to right now. And it's pissing me off. And I was like, Oh my God, this is an exact reflection of my last relationship. <laughs> and I was like, Oh, now we know. And she was like, yeah. Okay. And I was like, all right, let's, let's do the work. Like it was just so funny, but it's so true. When you start seeing these parallels, you'd be like, Oh, this person didn't show up in the way that I want them to. How am I not showing up in my life? Mm-hmm. That way? And it sounds so surface level, but it's fucking not. It's like, no, when I realized that I was like, holy fuck, it's like right now I don't have the emotional capacity. I feel I don't have the emotional capacity to give myself everything that I need. And I was like, mm. but what's taking up that space and why is that getting more attention than like what I need? Yeah, exactly. And one thing that is a big belief of mine is, and I definitely feel like I've lived into that even more, is we have so much more time. And we could actually com- collapse time and actually concentrate it. We don't have to constantly be doing things. It's like we can actually just be like, okay, what's my focus? What's my intention? What do I actually desire right now? And like, let's bring that forward and create the atmosphere around it to support that, to bring that to completion compared to when what happens most of the time is like, we're not clear. And we are pulling in all these from all these different directions. And so we're just wasting the time that we actually have because it's like we haven't actually become super clear on how can we get what we really want out of that moment and getting into a space of like having so much more space and being able to slow down in life and actually take opportunities to just sit and like absorb, absorb everything and observe it and get ideas from all of that because that's how we I think we gain more of what we like understand what we want to like even in relationships right a hundred percent I always say that like I'm like always like time is an illusion but for someone who's never I don't feel like I've ever talked about like time collapsing on this podcast oh so, I'm like can you would you love to riff on like what it means because I feel like it's something I don't know in the spaces I feel like we both run it I'm like oh yeah like it makes sense and like we would know what like collapsing time is, but for someone who's just getting into this idea of what I'm thinking about, I have like three very strong female <laughs> presence in my life, in my head right now that I'm like, they're going to totally listen to this and be like, what the fuck does that mean? Aren't I supposed to be like <laughs> doing like all the things all the time? Like what the fuck? What does that even mean? So can you rip on that for a little bit for some of the people who are sick of hearing it from me? I would like to know what collapsing time, like what that even Mm -hmm. means and like how to even do that when you're supposed to be doing things all the time every day a million things at once well I think first is like taking away that belief Mm -hmm. of doing all the things because most things that we we actually don't need to do a lot Mm -hmm. we can simplify we can get a lot more concise and more decisive on like okay this is actually the only thing that we need to be doing and simplicity for a human mind feels complicated Mm -hmm. it doesn't feel it doesn't feel like the answer Uh, but most things need to actually be it needs to be a lot less and actually having those clear distinct okay being like okay well I'm gonna do this particular thing and doing it from the beginning to the end and just completing it rather than being pulled in so many directions so getting into more of like the single tasking rather than doing a million and one things because that's like you're present 
and the energy and time is actually much more potent when we're just focusing on one thing and one desire it's like everything kind of streams in and it's just it's very it's concentrated it's very potent it's like mm-hmm. it just it just everything comes together and works together and it just makes sense so one example is a lot of people are like how do you always get somewhere like exactly the, on time or like early um, and I remember like, people are all, like ask me that often and it's just because like I have a clearer intention I mean like okay I'm gonna get there we'll just say like 3 30 in the in the afternoon I know that that time is what my intention is how am I preparing myself to be able to leave to drive to go there on a particular time get there on a particular time and then all my energy and focus is on that drive and like there's no stress there's no like outside um worries and like there's nothing that's pulling me away from it it's just it's this this aspect of again like the concentration and you're just moving in in that seamless flow um so that's what i see as like collapsing time is it's just like much more of a focus and clarity a lot of it is also just taking an opportunity and time to to get rid of all the clutter the stuff that doesn't work all the disbeliefs of why it can't be this way or, or, you know, what's your relationship with time and, um, and getting into being like, okay, what do I really want to believe? How do I want to feel around time? Like, and just creating that. Yeah. Mm, I fucking love that. I'm going to yeah. copy and paste this and send it to my mother. <laughs> <laughs> listen to this episode, listen to it approximately this time to this time. <laughs> It's so funny because, yeah, I'm, I'm always like, oh, yeah, because I feel like I have been so trained in, like, presence, like, also in my life, but even, like, with a lot of my schooling, a lot of my background, it's always, like, be in the moment. Like, you are, you're in this space. So when I used to take movement, I remember it used to piss me off so much because she'd be like, everything that you bring into the space, like, you drop it at the door and you're present for, like, these three hours. And I was like, what? Like, I, I remember coming in one time. And because, because I just had like the utmost respect for all my professors in like, if it was like something outside the arts world, I'd be like, I'm not going to show up to class. But if it was any, I would like walk up to them and be like, I'm not coming to your class. <laughs> I'd be like, this is why. And so I remember one time I went to my movement teacher. She's like, just like this little like epic fairy nymph. Like she literally like enters rooms floating. I swear mm-hmm. to God. She's just like, so like majestic and amazing. And so she like would like enter rooms floating and so I go up to her and I'm like I can't come to like I was uncontrollably sobbing because a lot of shit was happening in my personal life so I'm uncontrollably sobbing being like I'm not coming to class and she's like mm-hmm, okay go grab your yoga mat I'm like no, no no you don't understand I'm not coming to class and she's like if you're gonna cry cry on that floor and I was like no <laughs> so she's like baby go get my yoga mat come into class and she made me like lay down and I'm in a class of 30 people uncontrollably sobbing for three hours and she like came up and she like opened my chest more and I like sob obviously even more everyone else is like standing up like doing poses like all these things that I'm just like (laughs) but it was literally the best thing of my life because it was like forced forced presence or whatever but it really wasn't it was someone giving me permission Mm -hmm. to be present permission to feel those feelings and I feel like that's the biggest gift you could ever fucking give to yourself like the, I always say like the biggest form of self-love is just like breathing and allowing your lungs to fully like fill with air is like mm-hmm. the best fucking thing you can do because you're giving yourself permission to actually 
be present, which is something that even our society and shit like that is like, it's just like programs out of us because it wants us distracted. But when you're not distracted, you can like accomplish so much more and like create so much more. And it's just like so much easier. Oh yeah. And even what you're talking about with breath, like the capacity to expand our lungs is, is also like an aspect of giving and receiving. Oh, yes. That's so good. I remember one time um, I was really, really, really strapped for cash. I want to, how long, this is like right after I like left my job and I was like, oh, I'm going to fucking just do my own thing. It's going to be amazing. And then I had like a almost panic attack about money. And I remember focusing on receiving and I'm like, okay, how can I receive this air? Like that was like my, my um, practice at that time was, and I still go back to it sometimes, especially if someone's like really struggling with receiving. I'm like, okay, how can you lay on the floor and how can you like fully receive the air around you? How can you fully receive the air? And at the time I felt like a crazy person because I was laying on the ground and I'm like, how can I be grateful for this oxygen right now? That's just like, but it's so, at the time I was like, this makes no sense. I don't know why I'm doing this, but it's like the greatest practice that I go back to all the time. Mm. Well, it's powerful. Like it's it's such a powerful practice. And even with um, permission, like giving ourselves permission to, I think also allowing ourselves to feel the entirety of a specific emotion. So anger is one that I tend to actually work with a lot of my clients with is just anger because it's like suppressed. A lot of people keep it down and feel like it's not actually something that is productive. But if you tap into your anger, it's something that could be very, like you could be very creative. It could be very fiery. It could be very um, attractive as well. But also just letting yourself to feel the completion of, of that anger. So if you're pissed off, like really letting yourself like feel that in, in your entire body and the intensity of it, because that's how it moves through you. So even like the teacher doing that for you, giving you permission to just lay there and sob, like that is such like most people, like that's like that's a luxury, right? A lot of people like yeah. aren't able to really dig deeper into it because I know my fear in the past have been, has been that I'm going to crumble and fall apart and never being able to put myself back together. Yes. Yeah, and it was probably the most – I remember being pissed at the time. I was like, this is student abuse to make me lay here and cry. Like, this is <laughs> embarrassing. This is so – I remember being so pissed off and being like, I can't believe she did that to me. Like, and then later on, it's so funny because all my professors, I remember thinking that at certain points of time, being like, this is so unfair. Like I wrote this super, super long form play. And I remember it was like fucking torture writing that long of a thing. And now I go back to that because I'm writing a book right now. And like every single time I go back to that, I'm like, oh, right. This is why they did this. Like this was actually all for me at the time. And it's so funny because it's like things in school, but it totally resonates to like my life. But it's like everything that was done to me, quote unquote, to me, And I was like, this is bullshit. (laughs) It like has formed me into the person that I am right now. And it was always happening for me because even having permission in that moment to feel those feelings changed everything in my life. Cause then I like felt how powerful I was after that happened and how I didn't die and how nothing wrong happened. And like, I was actually way stronger and more connected to my emotions than I had ever been before. And I could tap into them way easier and they weren't repressed and they weren't like, I wasn't holding so much resentment. It's twelve twelve here, by the way. Of course it is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why wouldn't it be? I love it. Oh my god, yes. Oh, I wanted you to talk to you. Okay, okay. 
So I want you to talk about um, perfectionism because I want to make sure that we talk mm. about this because I think that's like something really rad that mm. we were talking about before we clicked record. So go ahead. Like, hold on. My dog's going to bark like crazy. You keep going. I'm just going to mute myself. <laughs> Your struggle or like how you were talking about um, overcoming perfectionism. Mm. Um, yeah, so I was definitely raised from, uh, like, a, in the Catholic kind of very strict good girl space, um, having to show up in a particular way, having to, yeah, everything had to be, like, very meticulous and um, carved out and controlled and, and all that, which does not feel good at all. Um, I feel like we just tend to like live under a lot of rules and a lot of society pressures and, and that forms very much of like that perfectionist, like everything has to be so done in a particular way. Um, yeah. And it's very stressful. Like there's a lot of stressful, like it feels really restrictive. It feels like I can't color beyond these lines. Like it was just, I, I, I'd be like really, even as a child, like I'd be a really stressed out child. Like I, I thought I had to follow so many rules because otherwise I wasn't doing things properly and I wasn't going to be accepted. I wasn't being loved. So perfectionist was definitely that underlying of like love and um, acknowledgement. So coming from that space and, and like also being very much rewarded in perfectionism because <laughs> uh, society is like that. It's like when we do things in a proper way, then, and like we get good grades and all that kind of stuff, like then of course things, it's like just constantly, it's like refueling that and that's how you're supposed to be able to do things. Um, but yeah, it's not only, it's, it, it raises up my anxiety. It's stressful. It's, it's all the things. So overcoming it, I actually just say like, I'm like a recovering perfectionist because, um, it, it takes time to be able to do that and like move it forward. But then just kind of starting to strip away those layers and being like, okay, well, what would happen if I started to play and, and get a little bit messy in this area? And that's very, it could be, it, it is uncomfortable. Like for me, it was a very uncomfortable process of coming away from being like, these are everything that I believe and know and, and uh, play by is here and I'm, and I'm in this and now coming away from that and, and just playing in this field of like messiness. And I'm curious, um, like, will I be rewarded or will I be like, or like, will I be smited yeah. by the power of God or whatever? That's what I felt when I got tattoos. <laughs> it's like, oh my God, like God's mad at me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. For sure. Like, it's just, it's just, it's all these beliefs that aren't actually true it, because like, it, that's just what holds us to being here. It's like, there's like being stuck and, and having to follow specific, like being numbed out. I think like most people are very like numbed out and not and do things just to do things. Um, so I don't even know when I started to really change that and shift that, but it started happening over a course of time. And I just moved more and more into like things that I knew that I was pulled towards that weren't exactly like the, the right and supposed to do things. Um, yeah, yeah. So I don't know exactly when it like kind of shifted for me, but 
Yeah, I know you, that it did. Yeah, you can tell that it's like just such like a more playful and like relaxed energy and like giving yourself so much permission. And that's one of yeah. the reasons why I want to do like, yeah, share on that is like now you can just like hear it and feel it in your energy. It's just like this permission to just like be and exist. And we were even talking about before, like I have like coconut oil all over my face. You're like, like a little bit scattered after having like an awesome birthday weekend. <laughs> like, it's just like, we just like come as we are. And I think that's so fucking powerful too. And like, we are rewarded for quote unquote perfectionism, which I think is hilarious. Cause really it's like one person made up this rule one time and then all of society is like, like, um, rewarded for following that one rule. <laughs> like it's like, yeah. even, yeah, I was telling you and I was like, Oh, I want to talk about this, but I, um, would always get in trouble for writing a pen because I wanted to see my mistakes and I would like mm -hmm. use different colors pens because I'm like, Oh, I want to see the growth and I want to see how I learned and I want to see what the beginning stages were so that when I get to the end, I don't, it, but it's like, we're programmed to believe that it's programmed to believe that like, when we get to the end, all of our mistakes are erased and now you only do it this one way. Mm -hmm. And it's like, that's bullshit. Like I want to see the entire journey of how my mind, how I got there. And I, that's like, I, I am a hoarder at heart. Like I keep all my journals. I have like memory boxes because I want to see the journey. And I was actually teaching kids and I love how you're like, Oh, like talked about stepping away from your business for a bit because I used to teach kids all the time. And a couple months ago I went and I taught some kids and, um, one of them put their hands up and they're like, Danny, like, why do you, why are you always writing with pen? And I was like, he's like fucking, I didn't say fucking obviously great twos. <laughs> Fuck you. No, <laughs> I, said, I was like, because I love seeing my mistakes. Like I love mm -hmm. it. I love seeing it so much. And they're like, but aren't you supposed to like not make mistakes? And I'm like, oh guys, we go learn so much this week. Like, I'm like, you just wait for it. Let me just program your children and send them back to you. <laughs> like completely different, like open and uh, amazing. But like, it was just so cool to how like we're programmed so young. And there was just like so many beliefs and stuff like that, that I went in and I'm like, oh, I'm so thankful that I stepped away and did this for a week mm -hmm. because it like takes you out of this mindset of like, because every single thing that you have done, like even your background, your experiences, like everything mm -hmm. has literally created why you're so unique in this space. Mm -hmm. But when you're in the space for so long, that's like when you can like feel, especially being like an empath, because I'm like totally an empath too, of course, because we're soulmates. But mm -hmm. um, it's like you feel everyone's feelings all the time and you like convince yourself if you're in the space for so long that like, oh, now I have to change and absorb and like adapt because human beings are so fucking good at like adapting to their circumstances and adapting mm -hmm. to things. Mm -hmm. And you kind of have to pull yourself out and like step away for a second to remember who you are. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Because we, we can mold into a particular kind of space that we're in and like other people's expectations and show up in it. Like, but that's, that's again, stripping away from our own unique expression of who we are. Um, but of course, and it's scary also to show up in our fullest, boldest state because we're not always going to be accepted and loved and maybe we're going to be looked at differently. But I think it's important to stay true to ourselves. Like even this, um, so last weekend, I went away from, to Vermont to visit one of my best girlfriends. And uh, she is unapologetically herself. And it's beautiful to witness her and be in her energy and her space. And she, like, she just radiates, like, fully, like, 
her mode, like, you know, Justine mode. Mm-hmm. Um, and people reflect that to me also at particular times, like some of my friends are like, wow, like I love when you're in fully like your essence and you're, you pour that out and people, I, people want that. Like, even though certain moments like it could be triggering or could feel like, Oh, we're not, we're not there yet. Or we're doubting ourselves or any of those kind of things. Like, I think like showing up and being so, unapologetically us like I think it's important because most most people aren't that way Mm -hmm. and that also like plays up on confidence right it's like for me I used to be very shy and reserved and and held like I would hold myself back I would be like more of that that type of space because I didn't want to take up too much of people's time and energy anything like that because that's like the way that I was taught and then coming forward and understanding, like, I'm like, wait a second, like, that doesn't, that doesn't feel good. Like, do I want to live my life half-assing it, like, and not fully being able to live out? Like, that's not something I want to be like. Um, and then expressing myself and not always being accepted and seeing, like, when I actually truly accept into, like, my confidence and radiating that, like, people reflect to me, like, I'll walk into a space or even like through like voice and stuff like that too. Like people will be like, whoa, like you've cha- you changed the energy in here. Like you're radiating. People are looking at you. And like, I really, like, I, I know that I track that. That happened to me this past weekend as well. Like on Friday night, like I was attracting people to me and like they were just, I could see that they were stepping into even more of, of their boldness and like their fierceness and their free spirit. Cause I was in that space. So we were giving, we're always, I feel like giving ourselves permission to play in that. Um, Mm -hmm. And it's just a matter of like, are you willing to expand into that and not form into who, who I am? Cause I've had people say that to me too. They're like, Oh, I want to be just like you. I'm like, no, no, no. Like I don't, that's not my intention. That's not what this is about. And if you feel that way, then I, like, I don't even really want to be around you because like, I'm yeah. like, I don't want to like make that imprint on you. Like, I want you to be able to figure it out on your own and then kind of like play with maybe there's certain things that we have in each other that inspire us. Sure. Mm-hmm. I believe in that, but it's, but it's not about becoming another version of like, you know, Danny or Agnes. It's like finding yeah. your own thing, right? Oh my God, a hundred percent. Cause it's like, there's probably something in a lot of people say, Oh, I wish I was out as outgoing as you. And I'm like, well, you are, you've just been probably taught that you're not allowed to be. So you see me and you're like, Danny's doing it. She's not getting in trouble. It's like when you're little, right? You're like, she's doing it. She's not getting in trouble. What if I do it like that? So then you, she, they try to do it like me or whatever. And then they're like, Oh, but I feel like I got in trouble. And it's like, because you got to do it in like your own way or else you'll like literally punish yourself because it'll go against who you are. And then you'll mm. feel like shit. And you're like, why didn't this work? Or whatever. You're like copying and paste someone else's shit into your stuff and be like, oh, why didn't this work? Also, can we just like talk about how we both have red nails right now? And I'm really loving that. I know. It's the vibe. Did you get yours? Did you paint yours for your birthday? Yeah. Oh my God, me too. (laughs) (laughs) And I never, ever have red. Like this is very rare for me. I like have red once in a while, but I'm like, red is the vibe of this year. I don't know why. Yeah. Like I just... Like Ami, like, like hello. Guys, have you guys missed that? Red is the vibe of the year. Okay, so like, like yeah, of course. I was gonna actually wear red lipstick earlier, but I was like, oh, fuck it. me too. But I have coconut oil everywhere. 
So I was like, it would look weird if I was like very, very sweaty looking and then had red lipstick. So I was like, I'll put the red lipstick on later. It might look kind of sexy though. I'm just letting it. It would. Like very, very like sweaty, but then also the coconut oil would probably like kind of strip away the red. So it would be like all over my face. I would look real hot with my red (laughs) nails. I also put red in my hair. Look, wait, I don't know if you can see. No, I can't see. It's like I red in my hair. That's awesome. So we're going back to red, and then I also chopped the fuck out of it. I was going to say. Yeah. I mean, like, you're getting a very raw, real, just woke up look, but I swear it looks a lot less Lord Farquaddy, like, when it's done. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I promise. Okay, anyways, welcome to our coffee chat, everyone. (laughs) Like, we're just hanging out. This is a regular, regular hangout. (laughs) Welcome, everyone. Um, Perfect. It's so perfect. I fucking love it. Okay. So, is there anything you would love to leave people with? I feel like I'm like we could talk for hours. Like, we actually, we we'll need to have you on again and just literally be like, "Oh, what if? What do you want a coffee chat? We'll just record it." Put yeah. it on the internet. I would love that. Yeah. Um, what would I give? Hmm. If I there's, think, like, oh, this, sorry. Go ahead. No, no, no. It's all good. It's all good. What were you gonna say? If well, I was just thing. gonna prompt you I was like normally what I say is like if you had a microphone to the world which one day the world will be all listening to this so um if you had a microphone to the world what would you want to tell people mm. I love putting people on the spot I'm so no, it's all good. No. I'm like always like how can I make people super uncomfortable no, no, no. this is this is actually no it's not actually uncomfortable I'm just like um it's perfect I think it's I think it's important to I think it's important for us okay so two kind of things yeah it's important for us to get so intrigued and interested and like curious about a question so we're so like so present and we're so tuned into our center and and dropped into what is real and what is true for us in the particular moment Mm. I think that's uh, that's something that is so potent and that's so real and that's like it's important for people to hear that because a lot of times it's just from like oh well this is what I've said before or like let me pull in like an inspiration from somebody else or let me sound a particular way but I'm like no but like what is really true like what feels good in your like heart space what feels good in your like when you're dropping in and like connected to your body. So it's like getting more into that kind of embodied space and speaking from that, you can probably hear it even in my voice. Like it's like more dropped mm-hmm. <laughs> and being super present. comes from your solar plexus, just, you know, like your specific power center is 110, which is hilarious generated. Um, <laughs> but like, mm-hmm. it's so, cause we all have like a power center that our voice normally comes from. So like when mine's dropped in, it sounds like I have this like sexy stage voice is what my friends used to call it. Cause the minute I'm on stage, it's like, hello, my audience. <laughs> like it's just so fucking dropped in. So that's like me is like my, my throat and my um, chest. And it's like, so dropped in there. Yours comes like from like such a deep rooted place mm. in your solar plexus. So like if yeah. people heard that drop, they can like probably like feel where it feels on them, like in your voice, which is really cool. Yeah. And I feel like more like, coming from that space I think it's important to speak to people and communicate from those spaces like Mm -hmm. don't have a conversation just to have a conversation like how can you be even more present and here right now and like what actually shows up without having an agenda without having to plan out anything it's like just allowing 
the opportunity to, like and really take it on like kind of like intertwining what we're talking about with with collapsing time and being super present and showing up fully and being completely expressed. It's like all of that comes together when we're so able to just like, even if it feels best for you to like close your eyes and like drop in and feel like really connected to your body and your space. And like the second part of it is just like really owning who you are owning the fuck out of who you are and like your uniqueness, your quirks, your, your personalities, the way that you, you express yourself and constantly just do that. Like outpour, not from like needing to get anything back from it, just because it's like people want to feel you. People want to witness you. People want to understand you, but like they're not, why would you give them another version of yourself? other than like your truest self. So like, what can you do to come back into a space of like raw, real, 100% yourself and like be completely owning of that? Mm, I love that. Mm. Like it's, mm, I know, I'm just like, mm, I just like <laughs> rolled around in that. So I call them like, oh yeah, I just like rolled around in that. So <laughs> good. Sometimes with my friends talk, I'm just like, oh yeah. And then I just like really quiet. I kind of like do a little dance and they're like, what are you doing? And I'm like, I'm rolling around in that energy. It felt so good. <laughs> it's so good. And it's it's it is that like feels really good just to be able to yeah, completely like, feel people. Mm-hmm. Oh my yeah. god, so good. Okay. Mm. I'm going to click not like end record. I was going to say stop record. That's what I'm going to click. But thank you so much for being on the podcast. This is so good. This whole fucking conversation is so good. I can't wait for people to like roll around in it. Roll around in it. Absorb it. Indulge in it. Yeah. Send us some videos of you guys like rolling around in this energy. (laughs) A little dance. And be like, yes. The sensuality of. (laughs) Right. so sensual when you're like I'm like oh my god yes like I love like rolling around in people's energies and I'm like kind of like sensual no it's all like that's like I I the one thing I love is like actually feeling like there's like a tactile quality to voice yeah like it's almost like because I feel that from you there's like there's like a dynamics behind it it's it there's it's not monotone it's not like there's like something that you kind of grasp onto and feel and and like it just ooh, gives me goosebumps it's like that sexy vibes yeah and it's like a lot of people are like I, I was like guest speaking on something in there and she was oh my friend Paloma she was like oh, I'm doing this thing. Like, can you come on and talk about voice? I'm like, oh yeah. And it was so funny. A lot of the things that she had on the slides was like something that you like learn in like public speaking class, which is like the epitome of like everything that I do not like about how they teach Mm -hmm. public speaking. (laughs) And I'm just like, the reason why, and she's like, okay, like what happens when people are monotone? And I'm like, the reason why people are monotone is because they have so much resistance. Oh yeah. There's so much resistance that it's like, they literally cannot, it's like they put themselves in like, a crate and they can't move and that's the feeling of it so it's like when you're free and you're free in your voice and you're like free to kind of respond in whatever way it's like you have those different nuances to your voice you have those different like I don't know layers and like energy that's why you can like feel it and your voice kind of like dances around in all your energy centers it's not like one place it's like oh yeah like yeah yeah if there's a tech like a text uh textile textile like kind of like different yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Thank you so 
so much for being on the podcast. I love you so much, soulmate. I love you. Everyone, red is the vibe. That's what we're ending this with. Red, pretty much. Red is 2019. Fierce, (laughs) unapologetic. Let's get it. Yes. Amazing. I hope you love, love, loved that episode. You want to come hang out with me a little bit more and maybe talk some more leadership, love, and unfiltered voice, then you can go ahead and find me on social media at Danny Driuso. And I would love for you to come join me in my private Facebook community. This is where the conversation continues, okay? So I'm always in there giving you guys live trainings and information and just making sure that you guys are fully supported in your business life and leadership. Okay. It's a totally free Facebook community and you can find the link below in the show notes to come join me there. And I would love, love, love for you guys to leave me a review if you feel so moved to and let me know how you are loving these episodes. Okay. And maybe who you want to see on next time. Thanks for tuning in to the Unleash Your Voice podcast and go be bright, be bold, and be you.